I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. What's going on, everybody? Curtis Wilkerson with hogsports.com. I'm back again. Another midnight edition from Kansas City outside the T-Mobile Center, Arkansas. Just wrapped up the Hall of Fame Classic with a championship game victory, 73-67 to over Cincinnati. Arkansas moves to 5-0. They take home some hardware. They get to relax a little bit for Thanksgiving before they hit the hardwood again uh, and face Penn on Sunday. So a few days off, a little break between the action there will be good for them after playing back-to-back nights. Whew! I'm fired up after that game. And if you just watch it and you don't feel the same way, I think you're crazy. We need to check your pulse. That was an NCAA tournament-style atmosphere game. Cincinnati's good. All right, that's a good team. I don't care what the preseason projections were. They got a new coach that's got a lot of good players. Those guys are physical. They're tough. But Arkansas is a little more physical and a little more tough at the end of the night. What a win for the Razorbacks. You know, taking a look at some of this, uh, wow, you know, the Hogs really won two games here in Kansas City, kind of playing like crap offensively. They were pretty good in the first half against Kansas State pretty woeful in the second half they were just not good there's just no other way to put it Uh, offensively in the first half they were all out of sorts tonight against Cincinnati Uh, turned things around in the second half in ways you know it was it was a little more fluid Uh, the ball was moving the player movement was a little bit better Uh, but at the end of the day they just started making some shots I don't know what it is about T-Mobile Arena uh, but man Nobody really shot it particularly well on the first night. Arkansas didn't shoot it well uh, really the entire time they were there, but they made enough shots in that second half tonight against Cincinnati. They were aggressive getting to the cup, uh, won the free throw battle 32-13. to That's huge. Arkansas was aggressive in the second half, driving to the paint, uh, hitting cutters, and going up strong against the trees and drawing contact. The Razorbacks were in the bonus from the 14-minute mark on, and that was huge. Arkansas wouldn't have won the game if it wasn't for that. So that aggression paid off. That's going to be the theme of this conversation, aggression and toughness, because that's really what Arkansas displayed. You think about the rebounding. Arkansas was plus 14 on the boards. They had 18 offensive rebounds. They were plus 10 in second-chance points against the Cincinnati team, uh, who their MO is physicality. They're big, they're long, they rotate four guys that are 6'10 plus in and out of there. Uh, And Arkansas not only matched them, uh, but really outworked them all night long on the glass. The defensive effort never dipped from the Razorbacks in this game. Uh, Even when the shots weren't falling, that's hard to do sometimes to lock up and play defense uh, when your shots aren't falling. Uh, Arkansas did that. We talked about it before this event, before this tournament, that we're going to learn a lot about this Razorback team, and I think you did. I think you did. A lot of good, some bad, some things to work on. That's why you do things like this and you challenge yourself early in the season before you get into SEC play, right? <clears throat> Stingy defensively, Arkansas really was. You know, I, I, I went through, I've got the box score, 
and I went through after the game, uh, and I, I made a single a single word note on every player who participated in this game, uh, because I think you've reached that point with five games, you got a little bit of a break where you can kind of take a step back and 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 reevaluate a little bit and see where guys are at in the process. And based off this game tonight, uh, you know the top guy here on the list is Jalen Williams, selfless. He's selfless. I've never seen a player who can make an impact on a game without caring one single bit if he gets his shots, if he gets his points, if he gets his looks. <clears throat> you think about what Jay Will did tonight. He led Arkansas in rebounding with 11, which was huge. He led Arkansas in assists again with four, huge. And he led Arkansas in charge taken, charges taken with four. You know. Uh, defensively, if there's one thing, well, two things maybe that Arkansas could have done better, uh, containing DeJulius, uh, who was a secondary option for him, but he had 24, 26 points, uh, so they kind of let a guy get off for a big night. Uh, and then some issues with dribble penetration still and letting guards get a little bit too deep. Cincinnati had some quick guards who were, who were good off the bounce. Uh, but Arkansas did a nice job of countering that by contesting shots and then stepping in and taking charges. And Williams wasn't the only one who did it, but he had four. Selfless. The guy doesn't need to score, but he's so valuable in his role to the team. Next guy, Connor Vanover. He's underrated. The guy caught so much flack down the stretch last season and throughout the offseason. And is he an All-American? No, he's not. But he's cementing himself in a role. And he's gotten better. And that's what you want to see, right? Guys making improvements from one offseason to the next season. And that's what he's done. Arkansas is a better team when Connor's on the floor with the qualifier that we know as long as the matchups work out for him. And in these two games, they did. As long as he's not facing uh, the mobile hybrid freak show big men who, who can shoot threes and take it off the bounce, uh, he's a weapon for this team. So hopefully Arkansas sees that more often than not and they figure out ways uh, to keep him involved otherwise. And the other thing that's different about Vanover this year is he was so perimeter heavy last year. I don't think, has he made a three this season? Maybe a couple, uh, but he's doing his work inside. Uh, again, not the strongest guy in the world, but he's being more aggressive. He's getting to the free throw line. He's challenging guys at the rim. That's what you want to see from him. Can you get a little bit stronger on the glass? Yeah, sure. But as a backup center, to have a guy like that, giving you the production that he is, you got to be happy with it. You have to be happy with it. J.D. Note, unfazed. J.D. Note went 4 of 17 in both games. I don't think we'll ever see another two-game stretch uh, shooting-wise from Note like that. Uh, turns out he's sick, and a, and a lot of guys on the team have been sick, so maybe th that explains a little bit of the, the shooting issues uh, or some of the fatigue down the stretch. I don't know. Whoa. <laughs> it, it's a little windy out here in, in Kansas City and uh, just knocked my tripod over, but we're back. Uh, to get back to Note, though, uh, struggled shooting, struggled from the field, but when Arkansas needed some big buckets, he came through. He got the lid off with a big three. He hit another big one. He had a tough driving score, and his defense never felled him. His defense never felled him. He came up with a huge steal that led to Audis Tony getting out in transition, getting to the free throw line, and getting Arkansas back in the lead. It was huge. He's going to be just fine. Devo Davis, a little bit uneven right now. Need more out of Devo. I, I think he knows that. Everybody knows that. Uh, still bringing it on the defensive end. Offensively, I think he's just trying to figure out where he fits. What's his role? Is he the distributing point guard? Uh, does he need to score? 
just a little bit unsure and uncertain. I thought he kind of got back uh, to his, his aggressive ways uh, to a degree, uh, especially in the second half a little bit. So maybe that was a sign, maybe it was a, a sliver that he's, he's coming around a little bit. Uh, you don't worry about Devo. We've seen it from him. Okay? He's a confident guy. He's going to bounce back. Maybe a little bit of break, a little bit of a reset will be a good thing for him. Next guy, Aldis Tony. Unreal. That's the word for Aldis Tony. 19 points, 9 rebounds. Uh, just an absolute animal on the offensive glass again. Go back and listen to yesterday's uh, video that I did and, and insert every adjective because he was the same way again. Oh, by the way, he drew the toughest defensive assignment in Davenport, who is the leading scorer for Cincinnati, and shut him out. And when I say shut him out, Davenport didn't score a point. So Tony did it on both ends of the floor. He won the tournament MVP as he should have. Incredible performance. He's really coming along. And like Musselman said, Arkansas still hasn't run a play for him. And he's making the, making the impact that he has. Really fantastic stuff. A uh, few other guys here that got involved. Obviously, Chris likes clutch. The guy's clutch for the second game in a row. Didn't play particularly well most of the game. Uh, shot wasn't falling as much as you like. He, he had his moments in there. But when you need a guy to step up and knock down free throws in key moments or take care of the ball against pressure in key moments, he's going to deliver that for you. Experienced, savvy veteran coming off the bench and providing a spark. Huge. 15 points on the night for him. Stanley Amude. Uh, need you, brother. Such a talented player. Uh, only played about eight minutes tonight. I don't know. Maybe he's one of the guys who was, who was sick. Um, I didn't see anything glaring uh, that, that would have limited his minutes aside from maybe Tony was just playing so well and Arkansas uh, felt like they needed to roll with that three-guard lineup quite a bit uh, with him at the four. And then at other times, they were subbing in Connor Vanover uh, to go with the two bigs. So maybe it was, it was just a matchup thing. Uh, I don't know, but I thought against Kansas State, he was on the verge of having that breakout scoring game. He's such an explosive athlete. He can create. Uh, it's going to happen. I, some people have said to me, oh, is, he, is he this year's Vance Jackson? No, he's not. I'm telling you, he's not. He's going to have his breakout performance. It's coming. I, I, I will go out on a limb and guarantee that. He's going to be just fine. But we're starting to get to that point, in fairness, where you're five games into the season, you had two exhibitions. People need to start settling in a little bit, right, into their roles. So the sooner the better for Amude because if you have – a scary Stanley Amude, you have a scary team. It adds a completely different dimension to what you got going on. Uh, and then two other guys who got in there, Arkansas went nine deep. I, I think they had to uh, just from a, a sheer volume standpoint of playing back-to-backs. But uh, Trey Wade and Kamani Johnson came in for one rotation, four-minute rotation. They played together uh, as the power forward and center in that, in that group uh, and did a good job. Why? Because they're both physical and they're both tough, and they both defend. And they did. Kamani Johnson in particular, he got two offensive rebounds on one possession. He's throwing guys around in the lane. Uh, needs to work on his hands a little bit. Uh, but, hey, when those guys were in there, they added value. So that makes you feel better down the road. If, if, if you need to turn somebody, if, if there's a turned ankle and you need to go a little bit deeper, uh, foul trouble, whatever, you feel a little bit better about the way those guys performed in limited minutes, uh, but in a big game. It was a good night. You know, it's, it's crazy. All day I, I was hearing concerns uh, really about this team, you know, and, and it turns out that half of them were sick. People were a little bit worried after that Kansas State game. You almost felt like uh, 
they didn't win. You know, I, I showed up for the consolation game before this, and I, I saw Illinois and Kansas State out there, and I had to check my notes to make sure that Arkansas won last night. Listen, it's not always going to be pretty, but they're finding a way to get it done when they're not firing at all cylinders yet. This team is still yet to put a full 40 minutes together on both ends of the floor, and they will. You don't think an Eric Musselman team is going to get better? They will, and when they do, it's going to be scary because you look at it right now and you got a team that's 5-0. and They're taking home a trophy. They might be in the top 10 next week, and they've got a favorable stretch of games coming up to where they can continue to build ground and build momentum uh, before Christmas break and then and ultimately moving on to SEC play. So uh, I think they're in a really good spot, and it, it just it blows me away. It, it, if you think about it, um, guys, Arkansas can have nice things. They can. Your football team's still ranked in the college football playoff. Your basketball team's about to be in the top 10. It's time to embrace it. You've earned it. We've earned it. It's a great time to be a Razorback fan. Uh, great time to be covering the team. Uh, enjoy this. Enjoy the ride. Enjoy the process. These are going to be the times uh, that we're going to be thinking about well down the road because of what happened before it where the football program was before this time where basketball was just kind of middling along and now they're both ascending at the same time it's a rarity not just at arkansas but anywhere embrace that enjoy it add that to your list of things to be thankful for over the next couple days you got your health you got your friends you got your family you got the razorbacks it's all good right now had a great time out here in Kansas City. Appreciate everybody who followed me along on the journey. Um, Going to take a little break, head to St. Louis, see the family uh, for a couple days of Thanksgiving, and then get geared up for this Mizzou football game, and then the Razorbacks hit the hardwood with uh, Penn on Sunday, and we'll be right back at it. As always, it's been Curtis Wilkerson with hogsports.com. We'll catch you next time. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.